there are distinguishing characteristics for different kinds of knowledge production that the social sciences might use. You, you mentioned on diversity in knowledge production and that within, for example, producing knowledge about religion or about spirituality is different from the ways in which we actually produce knowledge. There are similarities, there are areas of overlap, but in the natural sciences and in the social sciences and in terms of producing all sorts of different knowledge, there are different ways of doing it and different approaches to doing this. The next quote we're going to listen to, it comes from Donna Haraway and is about the ways in which knowledge is produced, not just in social science, but in all areas of knowledge production. The life and social sciences are story-laden. These sciences are composed through complex, historically specific storytelling practices. Facts are theory-laden, theories are value-laden, values are story-laden. Therefore, facts are meaningful within stories. Anne. In a specific sense, she's talking about primatology. And it's an example of a wonderful science which crosses over between the social sciences and the life sciences. And one of the things she talks about in relation to primatology, which is very interesting, is this notion of origin stories. And we have origin stories within the natural sciences and within religion and within the social sciences. And these are stories about where we've come from and because of where we've come from, who we are, what we are and what we should do. And so she's talking about primatology in this sense, as in the sorts of stories primatologists go out into the field, they watch a group of baboons or they watch a group of orangutans or whatever. They write accounts of what they see. And these accounts are then interpreted within a set of stories about what humanity is and where humanities come from and leads on from them. And Donna Haraway also talks about the notion of a narrative field. So you have a field of different stories. And by producing a different kind of account, you can shift the field a bit. And if you produce quite a few very sort of reliable accounts that appeal to people, you can shift the field quite a lot. And in that way, you actually shift the kind of stories that uh, science tells. But this is a very different notion of knowing from the kind of we go out, we do experiments, we find the truth. So we're talking about truth as something that's constructed. Knowledge is something that's constructed. And knowledge that's something that's inherently about who we are and about what we're doing and, and what our values are. It's about who we are and what our values are, you've suggested. And I think Russell suggested this too in the case of the production of scientific knowledge. And you also mention values. And what we've done partly is to describe the way in which objectivity and subjectivity relate, the way in which there are values usually implicit, maybe sometimes explicit, in the production of knowledge. But this also involves not only explaining the world, but some commitment to action. And to have knowledge is to have also some commitment to taking action. Values certainly suggest this. What do you think are the ways in which the production of knowledge involves a commitment to action? What about that in terms of religious knowledge, Russell? You only gain religious knowledge through action, through living the religious life. Nobody came to a belief in God simply by sitting down and being argued into it. It's something you actually have to try out for yourself. The proof of the pudding is in the eating. So I see the gaining of religious knowledge and the putting into practice of religious behavior as all part and parcel of the same thing. And that is not so different from my life as a scientist. No, I can sit down and people can try to argue me into a belief that the world is a certain way. But at the end of the day, we know we've actually got to get off our seats and go into the laboratory and actually test it out, get involved, mix with the world, see how the world behaves in response to our assumptions about it. So I think this business of gaining knowledge and putting things 
brings into practice is all part and parcel of the same process. We've talked about the values um, and possibly the commitment to action that's involved in knowledge production. And we've also talked about earlier on about the way in which some groups are excluded, the way in which there is a privileging. In the next quote, which is also from Sandra Harding, she locates the source of some of those values and some of that privileging. In a society structured by gender hierarchy, starting through from women's lives increases the objectivity of the results of research. Thinking from the perspective of women's lives makes strange what had appeared familiar, which is the beginning of any scientific inquiry. Anne. As I was listening to this quote, I thought of this wonderful story that Anne Oakley told recently at a conference I went to. And Anne Oakley is a very, very well-known sociologist who's done wonderful work in women's work, uh, housework, and also women's health. And she was talking about when she was a PhD student in the early 70s, and she decided that she wanted to study housework. And she went to her supervisor and said, I'm going to do my PhD on housework. And he said, that's not a subject. (laughs) You can't do housework. And she said, but why isn't it a subject? And and she insisted on doing her, her PhD on housework. And she wrote this wonderful book, which was published in 74, called Housework. And it became a classic of feminist literature and, and has started an enormous set of debates that have led to an enormous literature around the area of family, work, and welfare in relation to women. So I think this idea about starting from a different place, you see different questions, you see different sets of evidence, and that leads to all kinds of different interesting ways of looking at knowledge. I think what we've talked about indicates the diversity of knowledge forms, the differences in terms of the production of knowledge and of different systems of knowledge, but also the interrelationship between these different forms of knowledge and between the different ways in which they're produced. Anne Scott, Russell Stannard, thank you very much. From the Open University. For more information, go to www.open.ac.uk forward slash use.